If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It'll be a healing experience that you'll garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I am live on a Tuesday. Very unusual. I'm usually in my office laying hands on people, making odd sounds and telling them what to do. <laughs> but um, my schedule got moved around miraculously. Thank you to Alyssa, my assistant. And so I actually get to be live in-house. I'm so excited. Being on the radio is another one of my favorite things. Um, so what are those phone numbers, Eric, that people can use if they want to call in and ask questions today? Absolutely. Folks can call in at uh, 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll free at 877-825-8828. 877-825-8828. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much. I want to start. And, oh, go ahead. What? I, I yeah. just want to say that, uh, you know, sometimes we're, we're running a show where we get out the phone numbers, even though it's a repeat. <laughs> yeah. Today is September 14th, 2010. <laughs> and we're live, as you say, here on a Tuesday, which, again, is a rare thing because normally it's the best of the Marie Manucherry <laughs> show on Tuesdays <laughs> with lots of special guests. Great uh, shows that we've oh, done in the past. Um, uh, but today, again, we are live. So if you want to call in, take advantage of it. Yay. Thank you, Eric. That was so well said. Being clear, you know, you know, is very important, right? I wanted to start off the hour by thanking everyone who attended the Reiki workshop this last weekend. It was a blast. Had a wonderful time. Um, wonderful, wonderful people. A miraculous weekend. And I also want to thank um, Bob and Myra Torres, my mentoring students who volunteered and worked the weekend. They did such a great job taking care of uh, mentoring students and me, by the way, made my job so much easier. So it was a successful weekend. And now we have 26 more Reiki masters on the on the planet. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely. Yeah. So hopefully one of those people or someone you know is a Reiki master. And Now, does that mean that there's more Reiki energy overall or just more people harnessing the energy that's already there? That's a really good question. I'm going to say both. Okay. Yes to both of them. But yeah, more people who actually have harnessed the energy in their body. Uh-huh. And so that should help you know, exponentially spread that energy out on the planet. Such a healing modality. Yeah, that was a really good question. Great. Yeah. Well, because I've always wondered, do the, uh, the Reiki masters actually make the energy, or is it just it's there floating in the ethers and they just yeah, pull it out? Yeah, it's floating in the ethers, uh-huh. and they get attuned to the p- specific symbols that allow them to move energy in other people's bodies and mm-hmm. release stagnant energy and bring energy down, and also helps them, because that's the extra bonus of doing energy work, is the practitioner gets the energy first. 
So uh, that's the extra bonus, I think, anyway. Yeah, that's a great question. So again, thank you, everyone, for that. And tomorrow night, I'm going to be teaching a class at the Marriott. In Redmond Town Center, I'll be teaching Bridging Worlds, you know, connecting to the other side, one of my favorite classes to teach. And we only have two more this year. Uh, I don't teach the Wednesday night classes on uh, in, in November or December, kind of give the holidays a break. So we have one more in October on energy medicine, but tomorrow it's Bridging Worlds. And then next year I'm making a, a change. I'm not going to teach it every month. I'm going to teach it once a quarter. So things will be changing. So you might want to come to these next two classes so you can find out about those changes and where we'll be teaching. And today we're going to talk about choice. Uh, I wrote about it in a recent news article. You can always go to my website, energyintuitive.com, and sign up for the free quarterly newsletter. I also answer people's questions who write into the the website um, and give intuitive readings through writing um, in the newsletter. And so I wrote about choice, and it was something that we talked about a lot this weekend, too, because a lot of people don't realize how much choice they really have. We tend to think that we're stuck. You have a job, and you've got a mortgage, and a car payment, and... And that if you don't like your job, you're stuck because you need this money or you're in big, big trouble. Um, but I, I could see, especially <laughs> in this economy, how people would feel that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, and they have always felt that way, even when the economy is different. I mean, we get stuck and we, we get stuck in our thoughts and our boxes. And all of that would be perfectly fine if people just naturally loved their jobs. If everyone was choosing jobs that they really loved, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But the reality is that most people don't choose jobs like you have, Eric, or I have, that we love. Mm. They choose out of necessity. Um, And it's really hard to do that every single day, eight hours a day, for years and years. It's really challenging. So we talked a lot about choice, that choice is hard. It's challenging, like quitting smoking. That's a choice. Mm -hmm. And it can take someone years to figure out how to do that for themselves. But ultimately, the payoff is huge. Yeah, right. breathing. It's <laughs> a great thing. Yeah, breathing is important, right? <laughs> Smelling good, you know, yes. all of those things. Well, the same thing applies to anything else that, you know, we're not stuck just because someone has an addiction doesn't mean that they can't stop that addiction. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our addictions aren't cigarettes or alcohol. They could be not believing that we deserve to have a better life. That mm-hmm. could be an addiction in itself. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And of course, I will answer all the questions that our callers have. And it looks like we have some callers. We do. Well, our lines are full at the moment, which Yay. is fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Uh, so right now, let's go to Woodenville and talk to Pamela. Hi, Hi Pamela. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. Um, I'm seeking help in forgiving my mom who passed away recently. Are you driving right now? Yeah, I'm Thank you. Yes, please pull over, Pamela. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, no, I'll be, we'll be able to hear you better, but you'll be safer, and I won't be worried about you and driving. be a good choice to make. Yeah, <laughs> great choice. I'm sorry about your mother passing, by the way. So how long has it been since she's been gone? Um, almost three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a really short period of time. And so the forgiveness is, is not necessarily about her dying, but other things that were, that occurred before she died? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, pardon, neglect, neglect. Yeah. You know, some people actually have, cause this is what I'm picking up in your energy system and, and for everyone who's listening. And of course for you too, as well, Pamela, not to feel guilty if this indeed is an emotion that emotion that you're really having. Sometimes when people leave our lives, they pass over, it actually feels good. You know, there's like a release 
or a relief that that you know that their being is now someplace else in the ethers. And it's of course when people leave, it's the best thing for them as well. And did you have that kind of relief when your mom passed? Um, it was kind of mixed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because of the the parts that you haven't been able to let go of yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a week before she died, I was thinking about clearing the air with her. And yeah. I didn't do it. You wouldn't have been able to anyway. This is, here's one of the things is that you're an old soul and your mother's a relatively young soul. And so think about it this way. Maybe you've had several thousand more lifetimes than she has. So how you know how to be in the world and the experiences that you have, she has two or more thousand lifetimes to actually experience before the two of you can relate in a way that is balanced. So even if you tried to clear the air with your mom before she passed, I don't think it would have been very effective just because you're very, very, very different people. And you, um, I love when I look at your energy and the way you looked at your mom, I, you kept expecting her to come to your understanding and your level because you understand it so well. And you may have other people in your life who understand life similarly, but your mother can't do that. She's a new soul. Mm, Yeah. So I think that might be helpful. And the forgiveness, this is still very fresh. I mean, your mother's been gone a very short time and she was not a happy person on earth. Um, So that's one of the things she's going to be working on when she's on the other side is learning to find happiness. Um, I think it'll be a little challenging for her because um, your mom was also practical, at least when I'm in her head, it's more organized. And um, so sometimes when we're not happy, we have all kinds of good reasons that are earthly about why we're not happy. Like we have bills or we have health issues or people who aren't doing what we're asking them to do. And then when you leave your body and you don't have bills, you don't have a body, you don't have to go to the bathroom anymore, that um, you start to get down to the real reasons why someone's unhappy. So that's um, what your mom will be working on eventually um, when she's on the other side. So does this make sense about new souls and old souls? Um, yeah, I didn't. It's good feedback. <laughs> so, I'm having a ceremony. I'm holding a ceremony, an uh, informal ceremony tonight at my house. Great. And with fire to kind of uh, give up those things, let go of things. Great. That, Great. So can you suggest anything, any do you have a suggestions to help that go smoothly? Well, um, again, back to this old soul thing. I think if you can, because you always felt like you were the parent in the relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you recognize that your soul is so much older than your mother's, it's really hard to be angry at someone who just hasn't had the same amount of time on the planet to have the you know the same awarenesses that you have. I'm really happy for the ceremony. It looks to me like you're doing a wonderful job and. Um, I don't know if you're going to have any friends supporting you, but that would be great if you are. Okay. My husband wanted to give, let go of some things of his own, so he's going to be there. Great. But, um, but maybe yeah. a friend, because, you know, you don't always let people help you. You're you're really great yeah. at helping others. Maybe you could an elicit a friend who could put an arm around you or, you know, say some encouraging words to you when you're um, letting go. I think that would be a great idea. And I think you have friends who, who would love to help you, but you haven't necessarily given them the opportunity to do so. Thanks. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only missing ingredient, really. Um, okay. I think it's going to be great and it's going to sink in. A book that you might want to read is called The Instruction by Ainsley McLeod. He talks about old souls and new souls really well. And he even says that new souls are more comfortable in somewhat kind of controlling environments like 
um, you know, conservative religious organizations. That's exactly where she was. Yeah. Okay, great. That's what my guides kept telling me to tell you this. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll tell her. The instruction. The instruction, exactly. And and that way you'll have a better understanding of why sometimes we just can't get along with certain people, um, no matter how hard we try, no matter how related we may be, how much DNA particles we might be sharing, <laughs> because our soul's growth are just in completely opposite places. And and so even if you're, you and your mother had come to some peaceful resolution, which, of course, I wish that had happened, but it will happen with her on the other side. It's going to happen, I promise you. Um, you're welcome. Um, you would have not still been able to share who you are because she wouldn't understand who you are because mm-hmm. she hasn't had enough lifetimes to gain that understanding. Can you tell me again the author of that book? Ainsley McLeod. And you can just Google the instruction. It's a pretty popular book. You can find it at Barnes & Noble even. Okay. So, yeah, you'll like it. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome, and good luck to your ceremony tonight. I'm sending you tons of love and blessings. Thank you so much. All righty. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's uh, hop on down to Bellevue here and talk to Linda now. Hi, Linda. How are you? Good. Hi, Marie. Hi. Uh, yeah, I had a um, question. I am, I've been separated from my husband for the past year and starting the process of filing for divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's all, you know, it's non-contested, amicable at this point. Hopefully it stays that way. Um, so I'm just wondering if there's any... Anything my guides are telling mm-hmm. to, to sort of ensure that it stays that way and yeah, because because relax the process. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so. I mean, it's all that way for your camp. I mean, like you're even yay, this is going great, yay, which means to me that you may have been the initiator to the divorce. You know, yeah, I, okay. I don't feel that way about your husband. I've, you know, it's. I think he's been kind of a happy camper for a while. Whether it was that he thought that you were going to change your mind, or he had some newfound freedom that he hadn't had for a while, which is always fun and interesting. But yeah, uh, I, you will get divorced, but he doesn't really want to be divorced. Did you know that? Um, I sort of, yeah. I think I do know that. Yeah. Not, not that he says that, but I, because he doesn't say that, I know that. Yeah, he he definitely does not want to be divorced. So uh, I would keep things moving on this path. He might, you know, actually start to talk about this in the next, mm, like, 34 days. He might start talking about, are you sure? Because I think maybe he had some hope that you would change your mind, or maybe he, you know, found someone that he thought was attractive, but then it didn't work out. Um, ultimately, would wants me to do what I feel I need to do. Mm-hmm. want to stand in the way of that. I mean, that's... Which is wonderful, right? Which is wonderful. But yeah, so something might come up. I don't want you to worry about it. I just, I think it would be great to have a little bit more of an honest conversation, at least on his part, so that when you guys are signing the papers, everybody's in, in a similar energy. Because uh-huh. I, I really thought, I, I do think he thought you were going to change your mind. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're you're there in the relationship. I'm not. So I mean, of course, trust your own instinct. But it might be nice to have a conversation so that there isn't this hesitation when things start to move forward. Because so far it's been going great, and I see this, um, you know, this clip, if you will, kind of in the center of the road, a little um, boundary coming up. Yeah. Okay. And your job is to just stay connected to you know, your desire. But I think if he can even just talk about it, it'll, it'll make it move a lot more smoothly. Okay, I think okay. that's great. 
And uh, your guides say that they're very happy for you, that you're moving into your power. They're um, excited about you recognizing your own strength and your own independence. And that the love and compassion you have for your husband, they also appreciate because it's very kind. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for calling in. You too. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, let's uh, head back to Woodenville. Can't get enough of Woodenville. <laughs> I like Woodenville. It's a cool place. It is. Let's talk to uh, Dinesha now. Hi, Dinesha. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. I, what can I do for you? I feel that I'm in a holding pattern. Do mm-hmm. you see anything on the horizon as far as a new relationship and job? Yeah. yeah, you are in a holding pattern, and, and kind of it goes back to that choice place, even though it feels like all your choices have been taken away from you, <laughs> you know, like everything gets stripped away. Sometimes the universe strips things away so that you'll let new things come in, and that's exactly what's happening for you. Um, he, what I would love for you to do, how comfortable are you in being single? Um, I'm getting more relaxed with this. Okay, because that's really your homework you know, right now in your life is to learn to enjoy being single, to find the beauty in having more of an intimate relationship with yourself before you move on to the next relationship. Because you actually do better as a single person. When you move into partnership, things get a little wacky. Is that true? Um, I Yeah, I tend to lose myself a little bit, lose okay. my interest. Great. Okay. So that's what's happening right now is that your being is helping you to learn to, you know, be confident and sure in yourself and know who you are before you move into that next relationship. I think there is a job, but it's a few months down the road still. Are you going to be okay with not working for a few more months? Oh, I'm working now. Oh, you are? With like um, a different job. Okay. So about three more months. So you are working. Are you barely working? No. Um, Does it feel like it's, oh, is it easy? Okay, because really, it doesn't feel easy. like you're working at all to me. <laughs> Yay, this is good. <laughs> kind of think of the universe as giving you a break. You know, you get to get well, a paycheck <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to work too hard. And in about three months, you're going to notice new opportunities coming up for work. And, and what I would love for you to do is hold out for the opportunities that you really, really, really want. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, so hold out, even if if an opportunity comes up and even if they're going to pay you a little bit more and you get to travel a little bit more, unless it really meets most of your needs, I wouldn't take it. I'd hold out. Okay. And the relationship's a little bit further down the road. Uh, you are going to have some opportunities, but again, you still... Further st- down the road, a year, yes. two years? I'm, year? I'm, I'm like a year and a, and a half, you know, anywhere between a year and a year and a half because I'm really at about 13 months. Three must be a good number for you for some reason because it just keeps popping up. And your job during that time period is not being focused on, oh, good, I only have 13 more months to go. (laughs) Uh, Your job is how much fun can I have with myself and really get that into my DNA and my pattern before I partner with someone? Okay. Okay, that's your job. Not, okay, 13 more months to go. Not the countdown. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank this you. was helpful. Oh, good. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's head down south to Eugene, Oregon, and talk to Tracy. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, I'd like to know um, if me and my boyfriend are headed towards marriage. And I'm also wondering about, like, a maybe a career change, something. I do have a job I work, but... A, it's just, it's like not stimulating, it's, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm wondering also about my living arrangements. 
right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like that you're ready for a lot of changes. How long have you been dating your boyfriend, your current boyfriend? You know, you don't know. You said probably about maybe a year uh-huh. and a half uh-huh. maybe yeah. or something. Uh-huh. And and if you were to, you know, because usually around six or seven months into a relationship, things start to show mm-hmm. up, right? Right, right. And, and so what are the things that have shown up for you in this relationship? I, I'm still happy. No, that's great. I want you to be happy. <laughs> yes. but, but, and usually by now I'm not. Okay, so this is a good sign. But uh-huh. has anything shown up, something that, is, that you're going to have to compromise on or... Um, I'm trying, well, he does live a little, um, he doesn't like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So okay. I am getting rid of all this, I mean, like cleaning out storage and cleaning out the house. Mm-hmm. You know that is so. I'm getting rid of a lot of my old stuff, and mm-hmm. it, it's good for me. I like that he's like that because it makes me, you know, not have so much stuff that I have to hang on to. Right. No, I think that's great. I mean, I think it's great to to clean things out and reorganize and have less clutter. I think that's healthy. But is this, you know, because it? I think you're doing it more for him than for you. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. So before yeah. you guys get married, because marriage is definitely a probability in this relationship, before okay. you get married, I would prefer that you do things for you, not him. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and so I- even if you were ultimately going to clean out all your stuff, but you don't feel like it at the moment, mm-hmm. uh-huh. then I wouldn't do it until you feel like it. Because I don't want you to get in that pattern of doing, you know, even though it is a good mm-hmm. idea, but not mm-hmm. doing it because you want to. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. Because you have that tendency. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, exactly. And there, but then if I, if I, when I do want to, I'll probably never want to. <laughs> well, <laughs> I leave you that way. Well, yeah, but I, th- I think when we're, when we're in healthy relationships, people bring things to light for us. And, and, yeah. then, and then we have the space to allow it to unfold. He has a little bit of controlling energy. And I know you're attracted to more people who are more controlling because yeah, yeah. It, it makes you feel secure and safe. Right. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. and so I, you know, I let's not rush to the altar because this is an opportunity for him to be less controlling. But you're going to have to speak up and say, that's a really great idea. I know you're right. I'm not sure when we're all going to move in together, but I just don't feel like cleaning out all that stuff right now. OK. OK. But you're okay. already, I mean, you're already doing it. You're in it. That was just an example. Yeah. It'll be the next yeah. thing that comes up. You know, I ha- yeah, I have said, um, no, I'm not ready. Yeah, good. For- Things like that. I don't want to get rid of that yet. Good. You know? Good. So, good. yeah. Good. <laughs> so keep that up because we don't want you to lose your individualization. Or, okay. Or your choice, which is the topic of today. We're talking about choice. Uh-huh. And it's important for him to let people, even if his ideas are great, but for people to have their own ideas when they're ready. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I'd wait another year before you guys plan the wedding. Okay. Wait one more year to see how things kind of iron out. All right. That sounds great. Have either of you thought about moving? Um, Well, it's just to get out of where I'm living now. No, but but I like out of the state. Out of the state. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, because I think that would be the best if if in terms of job changes Uh for you. If the two of Uh you in like a year want to move, I think it would be a great idea for both of you. Oh, Oh, okay. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so something to talk about. Okay. Okay? And can you see anything about 
like my living arrangements right now. Yeah, but I was my father. Yeah, I don't see you leaving though. I, you know, even though yes, no, no. things aren't very fun or you're not enjoying it, I don't see you moving out. Okay. So sorry about that. <laughs> you have free will and you can choose to do whatever you want, but I just don't see you moving for, you know, maybe you feel responsible or something of that nature. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So maybe start working on that so that you can move. Okay. 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 We are getting this. And can you tell me my guy's name? You know, I don't actually um, do that for people because they don't oh, care okay. what you call them. You could call them peanut oh, okay. butter and they'd be perfectly <laughs> happy. Um, so you pick a name that feels good to you and your guides will know that that's you calling them. And if it resonates with you, they'll be happy campers. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling. Have a wonderful day in Eugene. Thank you. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And we'll be right back. We're live in Seattle and we're talking about choice. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's Healing from Within series can now be purchased on DVD. This four-part interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process. The Gary Mant Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. This Sunday night at 7 Pacific, we welcome ministers Sue Oliver, Charles Hall, and Susie Shadle, a.k.a. the Passioneers. They get people fired up about the art of living and loving big. Then meet Rebecca Hughes, a multi-gifted intuitive that works from the metaphysical mecca of Manitou Springs, Colorado. Rebecca taps into the wisdom of Native American legends and totem animals. Do I smell sage? Gather around our campfire on the next Gary Mant Show. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It'll be a healing experience that you'll garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Spread the word. Your favorite shows are on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We're live here on Tuesday at noon in Seattle. Overcast, unfortunately, again. You know, I think, Eric, I've really given it up. I, it's just fall, I've decided. Yeah, it's it's fall, but I love fall, so <laughs> I'm all right with that. Yeah, I, I like our normal fall, you know, where it's still warm and then it cools down in the evening. But we're kind of into the old, 
you know, late, late, late fall, which is like October, where it starts to get warm in the evening <laughs> rather than all day long. Yeah, so. Well, it's still uh, supposed to be uh, in the 70s here the it next is? few days. Yeah, oh, so. okay. That's I'm good. I'm all right with that. Oh, I'm yeah. great. Well, you know, and I'm going to remedy that. I'm going to go to Hawaii next week. There you so. go. You'll enjoy it all the more. And I'm going down to uh, California. Oh, so, you yeah. are? Oh, my gosh. Both get a little bit of We're going to get some uh, sunshine, sunshine yeah. bring it back to Seattle, and onto the show. Yeah, that I'm sounds great. Put it in a jar. You are? Okay. I-, I will too. I'll bring some from Hawaii in a bag, maybe not a jar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about choice. And I know it sounds really hard to, um, you know, to believe that you actually have options in life, but you really do. In fact, if you can back out of what you think has to happen and really kind of let it all go, then more options come into your awareness. And, and this is really hard for most people to do. It's, it's a challenging thing, but then you don't get stuck doing the same thing that you don't really want to do for years and years and years. And when you change your mind and you begin to move more in the choice area of life, it's not going to feel the same. It's going to feel very different. And that's another, another thing that holds people back. They think that everything is supposed to feel familiar, but familiarity isn't necessarily a good thing. You want to feel different when you're making a new choice. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Well, peanut butter is guiding me back to <laughs> Bellevue here to talk to Sandra. I like your guide's name. That's one of my favorites. Hi, Sandra. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Good. Um, the thing that I was calling about is uh, I'm 68 mm-hmm. and... And uh, cute as can be, by the way. I hope I look as good as you do when I'm 68. Well, thank you very You're much. I, it's I true. You look great. And I've never met you, I don't believe, but I'm, I can see you over the, the radio waves, and you look great. Oh, well, thank you. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> but what I was calling about is I, I, through things that happened before my husband died and everything, oh, we basically lost our our business and all of our retirement. So I'm one of those at 68 and I'm Mm -hmm. having to work retail in order to subsidize my social security. Mm -hmm. And I just feel so, I feel I have no time to see my family. I just, I try to tell myself every day, you are happy, but I've noticed (laughs) I'm starting to feel, someone told me that's the way you cope with the fact that you feel really sad. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I can't seem to find a direction mm-hmm. to get out of all this. And because I, to me, there's a whole world out there. Yes. That I should be having time to enjoy. And when people say, oh, I get so bored, I'm going, how could you possibly be bored? <laughs> there's a whole world out there unless you have really poor health or something. <laughs> right. Well, according to the Social Security Department, I can't really retire with full benefits until I'm 72. So, and I know that in, in your particular age group, you've been looking forward to retirement at an earlier age, but look at how young and healthy and vital you are. I mean, I think you would be bored if you weren't doing something outside of the home, but you've just chosen a job that's not fun for you. And so you've got to make a different choice. You've got to get out of the box of what you can do or what you're supposed to do or where you think you're going to make the most amount of money and do something that brings a lot of fun and excitement to you. And when I'm looking at um, when you were married, and by the way, I'm sorry for your husband's passing and sorry for the losses that you occurred, you know, during that time. And like what you said, you're in really good company. We have thousands of Americans who've lost a lot of resources over the last few years. So it's, it's, if you're going to ha- lose anything, this is the time to do it where it doesn't feel so odd or unordinary. Um, 
is that even though you were married, and I think overall somewhat happy in your marriage, you didn't get to do a lot of the things I think that you wanted to do during that time period either. No, I I will admit I my husband was <laughs> yeah. very controlling. Yeah. yeah. So so here you know you don't yet know what makes you happy. A you're not sure about that, and. And you, you know, you were still getting comfortable with the whole idea of not doing things for other people to make sure that the house is at peace or quiet or whatever needed to occur to make things flow, which you did an excellent job with, by the way. Um, too good, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so right now you need to discover what brings you joy. You need to figure out, you know, maybe what, what is your favorite music or what are the foods that you love the most? Um, you know, you can start. I've with... been doing all of good. that. Yes. Yeah. Good, good, good. Because whatever you're going to do in this world, you're too young to retire, my dear. Um, try to look at it that way rather than you're missing out on some retirement time. Because I think the new job that you're going to have, you're not going to have to work as much. You're going to have more freedom and flexibility, make the same amount of money or more by working less. But you still have to figure out what really makes you happy. And the best way I know how to do that, other than what you're doing, congratulations, is to dedicate 15 minutes a day to feeling bliss. And if that means jumping in a pile of leaves or walking your favorite park um, or, I don't know, talking to birds, I don't care what it is, everyone's unique about what brings them joy. Feeling joyful for 15 minutes with having the intention of finding your purpose in life, your destiny, um, allows it to come to you much sooner. I see. And there's also a great book. It's called Your Heart's Desire. Uh-huh. It's been out for a little while. It's by Sonia Kuchet, and it helps you get aligned through some exercises in the book with your real joy. And that's how people find their purpose, believe it or not. Because when people find their purpose, and Eric knows this, I know this, that it is a very happy experience. And so if you're not feeling bliss for 15 minutes a day, it can be more challenging to align to your life purpose. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate your very kind words. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You are. You're really great looking. And just know that you're going to find something that brings joy in your life, but it will be a job. All right. Okay. Thank, thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Peanut Butter says, let's go to Redmond. <laughs> let's talk to Casey. Hi, Casey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? I was calling to see if you had any messages for me from my spirit guides and also to ask if you see any gluten or dairy intolerances for me. Yeah, your poor stomach, um, it's not making me a happy camper. Okay, good, because I've been feeling that way, but I haven't had a doctor tell me anything, so I've been doubting Right, myself. and you know, to have the true diagnosis of celiac disease, which is what medical physicians look for with people who have gluten and you know, gluten problems, that may not be your actual diagnosis. Whereas a naturopath may say that you have intolerances to gluten and dairy, although you do better with dairy in my mind, I would just, Mm -hmm. I would reduce it significantly. Here's the reason why some people develop gluten intolerances and why they're so prominent right now is because gluten is in pretty much everything that we eat. Mm -hmm. And and if if you've been eating food for you know so many years, that's when the intolerance comes up. From yeah, I'm not happy in your tummy. It's super super tight, okay. so it means to me that it's inflamed. Like the tissues are inflamed, and that's why I'm feeling so tight mm-hmm. when I'm in your stomach and when I enter into your small intestines. Okay. So go ahead. You don't need anyone's permission. You can trust your instincts and okay. reduce your wheat and, okay. and gluten. So you'll feel a whole lot better. Um, yeah, you have. Uh, 
You have quite a few guides, actually. You also have an archway open. Do you know what that is? I do. Yeah. Oh, you even know what that is. Excellent. I've always wanted one. (laughs) You have one. It's been open for about month and a half, maybe two months. Oh, my God. It's going to be open for 18 months. Um, so uh, you have an additional 50 guides along with your other guides, which I think are somewhere in the 20s. You know, So you've got quite a few guides. These additional 50 guides will be there for 18 months. And so what that means is you have made significant personal adjustments oh. and change in your belief system. Something has shifted for you to have this archway that will be open for 18 months. It's That's very exciting. So wonderful. Good. See, I think you're intuitive. I think you need to work on your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that? Yes. So will you do that, please? And it's funny because I think I've always wanted you to tell me that when <laughs> really? I've been telling myself. I don't. I guess I'm still looking for that validation. But <laughs> Yeah, I think you're very intuitive. Thank you. You're welcome. And have an amazing day. I will. Thanks so much. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's go to Bothell now and talk to Tamara. Hi, Tamara. How are you? I'm great. Great. What can I do for you today? Okay. Um, I am planning to have a party on Saturday, and uh, it's, it's called it the end of summer party. Uh-huh. And I had already invited people for a solstice summer party, but uh, I had invited a lot of people, but it turned out that hardly anybody could come, so I sent out an email um, survey and asked, you know, when would be a good time to come? What kind of party would you like? Asked a bunch of questions, and so it was going to be this coming Saturday. However, I've sent out another invitation about this party, and I've got hardly anybody is coming. Right. And I'm just wondering, shall I forget this party? Is, is, is Am I not a friendly person? I'm just, <laughs> what, what is going on? You're very friendly. There's no doubt about that. But you have a fear of not being loved or liked. And, uh-huh. and so that fear is coming up as you're waiting for this RSVPs to come across the airways. Yeah. You know, all, your buttons are being pushed and you feel like you're back in junior high or whatever the, oh, right. the, the deal was. And so in order to get these RSVP numbers up, you're going to have to not care. You know, that, you know, what, what is what would you really like to have happen at this party? What were your visions of the party? Well, I, I have these things I have planned. Um, <laughs> uh, live dancing. Oh, uh, fun. And um, we're going to play this game called the Game of What, uh-huh. which is a really fun uh, game. And then, um, uh, let's see, go uh, watch three short films and discuss just interesting <laughs> films. Right. So, uh, those so are some of the things. I think you need to get the control out of it because parties are about just hanging out and having fun, kind of shooting the breeze. I love the line dancing that's a great idea, and I do like the question of what. But maybe get the short films out of there, because parties are about just letting your hair down, not okay. really having a lot of plans. And okay. so maybe send out another email. Okay, whoever comes, we're glad you're you're coming, and we're just going to do whatever we feel like. But that might okay. be the next email to send. Okay. And then, and then your job is to have fun even if five people show up. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so, well, it's you say that, but it's not. I mean, I can hear it in your voice. Well... It's because your uh, your job is to f- more authentically feel that it's fun okay. if only five people show up. And I know this from teaching classes. I've been teaching for years. In the beginning, you know, I still actually do kind of like, how many people are going to come? You know, I, I just still wonder. But I used to be like really nervous about it. Now I just relax. Even if five people come to my class, I'm going to enjoy every moment, moment of it and have a complete blast. And then, of course, many more than five show up. But it has to be an authentic feeling. You have to like... Imagine connecting with five people. I mean, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, that sounds like a good shift. Okay, good. It's a change. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We, um, and, and go we, ahead. Pardon? Go ahead. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You Can you tell me anything, of any or my guide telling me anything? That yeah. You can- yeah, to let go of the control, because, you know, sometimes we work so hard to make things work out, and sometimes we just need to step back and let them happen beautifully and magically. Okay. That's okay. Helpful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great party. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Now let's talk to Shalene calling from Redmond. Hi, Shalene. That's a pretty name. Hello. Hi. That's a pretty name. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What can I do for you today? Well, um, I... Um, have had a lot of upheaval in the last couple of years. Yeah. and It's um, been a mess, actually. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been very fun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, I'm really calling because of my career, and mm-hmm. I've known that I need to change it for a while. Yeah. And I've been trying to figure it out, and I'm just not having too much success. <laughs> well, part of it is trying to figure it out doesn't really work very well. The universe doesn't like the word trying. And when we overanalyze and overprocess, in fact, Alyssa and I, and my assistant, we were driving in today, and I'm going to need to buy a new car here pretty soon. And actually, my daughter is going to need, I'm going to have to upgrade one of my daughter's cars as well. And we're just looking at every car, trying to decide what we want. And I'm in my brain trying to figure it out, whether than feeling and just let, you know, vibrations and frequencies come to me, which I know is how we resolve the circumstances in our life. And so um, that's what you need to do. You're a smart woman. You're very talented. You're a great employee. Whoever gets you is going to be really, really lucky. And all you have to figure out really, and be be honest with yourself, because you tend to go, when you figure out what you do want, which you have a couple times, actually, I don't think it's that far away from your consciousness, you come up with all the reasons why you can't do it. Um, right? Okay. Is that true? Yeah, I just wish I could figure out what that was. <laughs> well, here, I'll give you some pointers. Do you like to work with people? Um, gosh, at this point, I really don't even know. <laughs> well, I think, I think you are a great cheerleader for people in their lives. Do you think that's true about you? Yes. yes. Right. And I yes. think that you enjoy watching people succeed, and you love being the one to help initiate that success in their life. Yes. Okay. So yeah. I think you should work with people helping them to be successful. Okay. Right. You could do that as a coach or, you know, I'm sure there's multiple ways that you could do that, but that's where your light shines the most because you are quite an authority. You actually are quite wise. And so wouldn't that be nice to get paid to tell people what to do and have them come back and go, thank you. That was a great idea. Yeah, that would be awesome. Right. And and you are meant to do it. I mean, you have that already inside of you. You're an old soul, multiple lifetimes of understanding life on multiple levels. And um, so that's what I think. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Diane in Edmonds. Okay. Hi, Diane. Hi. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Good. What can I do for you? Am I speaking with Marie? You are. Oh, well, it's very nice to talk to you. I had <laughs> thank a, you. I had an appointment with you about a year and a half ago. Oh, good. Was it good? It was very good. Okay, great. <laughs> it was very good. It was very helpful. Oh, I'm uh, glad. The thing I have today is that uh, my granddaughter is expecting. Yeah. And she's single. Right. And she's 25. Yeah. So I don't really have any right to say anything, but she's waiting for my reaction, I know. She and I have a very close, loving relationship. Yeah. 
And I, I, I am so angry at her and mm-hmm. so disgusted for the circumstances that I, I, I'm speechless. And I love her so much, and I, I can't believe she made such a stupid mistake at this point in her life when she's just getting back to college and all these things. You, so mean, get, all kinds, you mean getting pregnant? Kinds, you mean getting pregnant, pregnant, right? Yes. And that's what you're mad about? I, I'm, I'm so angry, but my, <laughs> my problem is I don't want to say anything to her I'll regret. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to hurt her. I love right. her with all my heart. Right. But I, I just see I'm, I'm very psychic. As yes. you told me when I was with you. Mm-hmm. And I see the ramifications of this down the road and how it's going to, the things it's going to do to her life. Now, it's too late for anything else. And I, I, I would suggest to her giving the child up for adoption. She's not going to be connected with the child's father. They're really just very good friends. But I told her when I met him, because I always pass judgment, I always say, you bring him to me and I'll tell you if he's <laughs> worthy of you. And right. I'm never wrong. I am never right, wrong. Right, right, right. So this kid, I said to her, uh, he's uh, two or three years older than she is, but he's very immature. I just, just on it. I mean, he, he's a nice person. Mm-hmm. He's a good person, and he's not a hurtful person or anything right. like that. And I said to her, he's a very nice young man, and I like him a lot. But he's not husband material, and he's not father material. And she mm-hmm. said, oh, I know that, Grandma. She said, we're just very good friends. Mm-hmm. Well, friendship, one thing led to another, and those things happened. Right. But my problem right now is, how do I respond to her? You know, I, I don't want to not say anything, right. but she thinks that I think this is okay. I want to <laughs> give her my sage advice, right. but I don't want to hurt her. Okay, well, you're just one of my favorite callers right now because... I understand what you're going through. I, I know it's really challenging. I get it. But as a sage, one of the gifts of the sage is to step back and let people have their own lives. You don't know. This could be the most amazing experience of your granddaughter's life. Perhaps this child that she's going to bring into the world could offer her one of the best gifts that she has been wanting to have for multiple lifetimes. And you're stuck on a limited vision. So here's part of that choice. You have a choice. You have a choice to think that your granddaughter is messing up her life, making horrible choices, and what you're seeing that's that's a potential, because everyone has free will, everyone has free will, is that uh, the potential that you're seeing is a disaster. But maybe... Just maybe if you kind of change your your vision, move your third eye just a little to the left or a little to the right or slightly up or slightly down, and and maybe you'll get a different perception. This could be exactly what your granddaughter wants. And guess what? It's her life. She gets to choose it. And your job as her grandmother and as a sage is to celebrate her decisions. And the only person that's really being hurt by this right now is you. And and. And if you can learn to celebrate her choices and her decisions as an individual separate from you, then she will even actually open up her choices. She may actually even choose slightly differently. I, I don't think she will, but she could. But when we so forcefully even beam, without you even having a conversation with her, beam, this isn't a great idea, then that actually kind of locks her into it even more because she actually loves you so much. She's like lining up with your vision. So your homework assignment is to fall in love with her choices, every single one of them, and celebrate them. I think it's one of the hardest things to do as a parent or as a grandmother. I don't know. I haven't had that experience yet. But certainly as a parent, and every single time I've aligned with my children's choices, they chose better than I could have possibly imagined, even when initially I did not like their decision. 
every single time. So that's your homework. This is really your work, not hers. And I would work on it diligently before you have a talk with her so that when you give her a hug, she knows that you're going to support her no matter what. Well, that's, that's exactly what I told her when she told me. That was the one thing I said. I, know, but, I, I will support you no matter what your decision and, but is. But I don't mean just financially, but I mean even with your... No, I know. I don't mean with financially. With your energy. Either. Yeah, with your yeah. energy. Because right now your energy is not supportive. It's not. You're, and I understand. I get it. But this is her life. And she gets to decide how to make it. And souls are souls are having very unique experiences. She's had multiple lifetimes, you know, many, many lifetimes. We don't know if the person that's in her body right now is someone that she's been waiting to hook up with for years and years and years. We don't know that. And I started having kids at 24 and everything turned out great for me. So, I mean, I don't recommend it, <laughs> but, um, but we all are creating our lives to the best of our ability. And so if you can change your frequency and your perception just a little bit, I think you'll have something to smile about rather than Well, being... you, you certainly gave me wonderful advice. And, you Good. know, I forgot that you were on during the day. And I was just driving in my car and turned on by chance, so I, I, I don't Yay! think it's ever a coincidence. No. So I, I know it's what I needed to hear today. Great. And, and I so much appreciate you being there for that. Oh, it's my pleasure. And congratulations, whether you have a granddaughter <laughs> or grandchild now or in the future. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. Once have a again. Fa- have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we probably have time to take one, maybe two more phone calls. So if you want to call in, you can at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Wonderful. And you can also reach me on Facebook. I love social media. Okay, I'm, I'm a little addicted. Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> Aren't we all? You are too? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. It comes a little bit of my socialization, I'm afraid. But I get to tell people happy birthday that I would never get the opportunity to. So That's I'm true. grateful. That's true, it's a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice to keep in touch with your friends, I think. It is. I, personally, I don't do the Twitter because I, I don't know. I just I guess I'm not interesting enough to do that. <laughs> but, oh, but, it's really fun. But I am. Uh, I do the Facebook and have fun with it. Oh, it's, you know? I love it. We should become friends, Eric, because I don't think we are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we already have calls. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, I just see the, the phones lighting up here. Oh, so my goodness. Let's okay. go ahead and quickly talk to Larry in Fall City. Hi, Larry. How are you? Hello, thank you for taking my call. Of course, what can I do for you? Well, I've been going through a lot here in the past four months mm-hmm. and been doing a lot of work. So mm-hmm. I just would like to see um, if you could take a look and just something in general. You know, uh, what do you see? Yeah, good. You have been working very hard. I would love for you to be less hard on yourself. Okay. You know, so if you could back it up just a tad and be kinder and more compassionate to yourself, because you have been working super, super hard. And and I mean, even physically working. I mean, you've been working really hard. Is that true? Yeah, I've been going to school on top of my ascension. Oh, wow. Wow. So it has been challenging. (laughs) And you're doing really well. So congratulations. You're doing fantastic. So if you could just be kinder, more loving to Larry, maybe take Larry out for a non-dairy treat or a sugar-free, gluten-free treat. That's just because those are the things that I eat these days. Um, okay. I, I, that would be really nice. Maybe go get a massage or, you know, sit in a hot tub for a while. Do some nurturing cause, because you're doing fabulous, but you need to give yourself a break. All right. I will do that. Thank you, Larry. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye.
All right, now let's head over to Tequila and talk to Natalie. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Hi, Marie. Um, I had a question about my life purpose and just doing doing what I meant to do. You know, just kind of, I'm I'm moving toward that that, but I'm just kind of waiting for something to happen for me to to step into that. Well, what do you think it is? Since you already have an idea. Well, uh, right now I think it's it's uh, something to do with, uh, I've been really fascinated with uh, color and dressing and helping women dress their best right. and just coming into um, finding their, you know, Great. true beauty. Oh, I love <laughs> it. I just love it. So you could even be someone who goes out and helps people buy the appropriate clothing. You could, you know, help dress them for their work and their life, Correct. Yes. Yeah. And and helping them to see um, the difference, like yeah, yeah, it makes well, in their life. Because well, I've seen it in my own life. I, I think it's fantastic. And you just you know instead of waiting for something to happen, because that's what people do. We wait until we get the certificate, or we wait till someone tells us for sure we can do something. I actually think you have to go out and start doing it, and then that makes the flow. And this is actually a perfect time because people are wanting to spend less money shopping. And if you have a professional person with you who's helping you to feel beautiful and helping you with self-esteem, which is what you, your real goal is, but also helping you to buy the appropriate items that you need so you don't end up with a closet full of stuff you're never going to wear, um, I think that that's really invaluable right now. Okay. And so do you, are my guides helping yeah, you with every, Yes, but you have to step out. See, you're waiting. You, stop I waiting. Know. Just make a business card, you know, start offering your services to people, stop waiting, and just get going. Okay. Okay? Yeah, we'll do that. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. All right. I think we can quickly take one one more more phone call. So (laughs) let's talk to Angelina at Lake Forest Park. Hi, Angelina. Another gorgeous name. What can I do for you today? Hi. I am calling to find out about, I have a dear friend by the name of Jim. Mm-hmm. And I call him my earth angel. He's been a um, very supportive, um, helpful, dear friend in a time where uh, I've been going through a lot of struggles. So I just wanted to know past lives, if you've had many. I'm quite sure Oh, you we and have. Jim? Yeah. Most people who are in our lives, most people who are in our lives, um, we have past life connection with. Yeah. And, and Jim is definitely, I mean, the two of you been together before. Um, my, I have a little bit of a, my eyebrows are coming together. Jim needs to stop giving too much, not necessarily to you, but to everyone. He, he is an angel. You're absolutely right. But he needs to remember he's in a body now. And so he's not technically an angel and he still wants to be one. And, and so that's what I'm thinking about Jim. But yes, you've had multiple lifetimes together. So the last uh, multiple, were we like brother and sister? Yeah, and yeah. I, I see brother and sister. I see cousins. I see neighborhood friends. And I see opposite genders. But you guys have always been close friends. That's what I get. Yeah, and that's why the relationship doesn't get romantic because you've been friends for so many lifetimes. Yes, he's been a dear, dear help right now. And I'm wondering about my health right now, too. I'm kind of not feeling super strong as I normally do. Mm-hmm. Is there... Well, what I'm getting is to increase your hydration, so drink more water. I'm also being asked to tell you to exercise more, that you're, you know, there isn't enough physical activity going on. Um, but I'm not concerned about your health, actually. Okay. What okay? is it that's coming through then? It could be you're under stress, so it could be that you're feeling the emotional stress more in your body. But I don't feel, I'm looking at your body and it looks good to me. 
Oh, does it really? Okay, yeah. but it, actually Saturday I had a horrible, horrible headache, uh -huh. and I think it was due to not enough electrolytes or hydration. I yeah. didn't drink enough. I, so. I definitely get the water component, and I'm so sorry because it's time for us to go off the air. So drink water, up your exercise, you look good to me, and tell Jim to stop being an angel so much on earth, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's nice to talk to you. Thank, thank you. you. Very much. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for making my Tuesday so delightful. I'm going to jump back in the car and go see a few more clients before I end my day. I will be back on the air Thursday with Dr. Sheila Dunmerit, one of my favorites. Looking forward to interviewing her. Have a wonderful day. Joyful blessings. Mm -hmm.